Welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts by final year students at Fashion Business School, London College of Fashion, University Arts London, discuss their findings from completing their final major projects. All Fashion Business School students are required to complete a final major project in their final year, which can take two forms, either a detailed research into a fashion business topic of their choice or the completion of an enterprise business plan. My name is Tabitha Metcalf and I've just graduated from BA Fashion Buying and Merchandising, Fashion Business School, London College of Fashion. Great, thank you. And um, today we're going to talk about uh, your final major project, but in fact you, you did something slightly different to final major project. You actually uh, chose to do an enterprise business plan. So uh, perhaps you could just start by um, uh, explaining what actually is an enterprise business plan. Yeah, so the goal of the business plan was to um, come up with a business idea and um, throughout the plan prove its desirability of the consumer that it was marketed to, um, feasibility of whether it was actually possible to do, and then the financial viability. So it sort of it goes through um, a lot of consumer and competitor analysis to see whether there's actually a gap in the market. Um, and then going through whether it's actually possible and because mine's a website it was actually quite hard to do because I had to contact a lot of people like seeing whether like the coding would be all I don't know stuff I don't understand but um, yeah and then it also went into all the financials so I looked into how much it would cost to start it up and cost to keep it going and just to see how much investment I'd need and just to see whether financially it would it would work. Okay brilliant thank you. So uh, could you just uh, um, let us know the name of your business? Yeah, so it's, it's called Your Edit. Um, and it's basically, it's an online shopping platform, which it brings together all the mainstream retailers of like, like from, I suppose, H&M, ASOS, like all of them together, but also with brand profiles. So. Um, showing like sustainability aspects because um, I was just finding it quite hard to find and so I just wanted it to be easy to see every sustainability aspect of like brands goals and like their fabrics and processes and things. So I suppose you you thought about what you found was challenging when you know and quote me if I'm wrong but uh, you were in effect saying that sometimes it, as a consumer it's quite hard to really find you know what is truly sustainable um is that right so actually your your edit allows the customer to be able to not only see a collection of brands but also maybe your comparisons between how sustainable those brands are yeah for sure um and the main because the the main thing is there are lots of companies saying that they're sustainable, but because there's so many, it's quite hard to think of them in the moment. So when you think I need a jumper, you sort of, where do you start? So the idea was that I wanted to create a platform where you could go and you could type in like, I want a white jumper and, or more specific or whatever. And it would go through and there are algorithms involved in, um, in placing ones that they think you'll like at the top. So, um, so it'll basically like styles that you've said you like, like I like v-necks or I like long sleeves. And so that'll 
be at the top of your search. Um, and then when you click on it, it will give information about the brand and you can click on the brand profile. And so you can filter between brands and you can filter between sort of sustainability aspects. Like I need them to have, um, I, like I need it to be all recycled cotton or something like that. Like you can do that. And that was sort of the idea is just easy shopping and sustainable as more conscious shopping really. Yeah, and um, I think uh, I'm, I'm right in saying that to create the algorithm, um, there's a process that the customer needs to go through. Perhaps you could explain how the algorithms initially are created um, and tailor-made to the customer. Yeah, so how it goes, well, the way I started it was it's a quiz. So it would just, it just gives you the, ba the basic, like, I'm interested in, female fashion or I'm interested in trends or I'm not interested in trends at all or um, like brand preferences. Um, and then so what the algorithm does is it it remembers it and it remembers what you've liked, what you've purchased, what you've returned and why you've returned it. Um, and it remembers it all and it remembers it over time as well. So if your behaviors change and your um, your brand preferences change it, it remembers it all and so it just it can the, the more you use it the more it gets to know you and the, the better it will be for you um, but it's, it's the same algorithms that sort of Instagram use and TikTok use for their their pages and um, yeah so it's complex but yeah it's good. And that was a bit that you that you perhaps didn't know too much about when you said <laughs> yeah yeah I do <laughs> Because I think what was what what I thought was really lovely about this uh, brand idea was uh, um, business idea was actually you can set up algorithms for 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 a boyfriend or a girlfriend or you know friend or son or daughter or so mm -hmm. opportunity I suppose to to kind of uh, yeah like um, encourage others to sign up to to the platform exactly yeah because I want I wanted to make it easy for everyone to shop and so. I thought creating profiles, so if I'm looking for a present for my boyfriend, like I can go on and I can see, you know, what he's liked and I can create his thing. And then, so it gives me a better idea of what, like just living out of the example. And I thought just easy shopping is what I wanted. <laughs> needed. So making it as easy as possible, because actually many of us often don't know what brands we like or we, we might gravitate to a particular brand, but maybe never be too happy with what, what we what we buy and wear. And actually, I think because we are in the fashion industry, we perhaps sometimes assume that everybody knows what they what suits them and, and what they like to buy. But many people out there have not much of an idea, do they? No, no, exactly. So could you tell me a little bit about your target consumer? Yeah, so I aimed it at sort of um 18 to 30 year olds which is quite a big it's a broad age group but I thought um it's the age group that is most shopping online at the moment um and also they're the most open to new technology um and also they're the most um what's the word <clears throat> Sorry, I can't think of the word they're the most sort of spoilt for choice I suppose so they're the ones who are going to want to, I feel as you get, um, yeah, like we're just, like I said, like for me and like my friends, it's kind of like, where do you, where do you even start? Like there are so many brands, you just go to the ones that you know, 
which means that the more sustainable and the smaller brands, they don't actually get as much time as they deserve. Um, and so my target consumer was sort of female because they're also from consumer analysis, they're shopping online more than boys are. And also they're less brand loyal. So I thought they'd be easier to get on board because generally speaking, boys know what brands they like and girls are a bit more, I, I don't know, I'll shop for anyone. So um, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe a little bit more open-minded to try new brands and quite exactly. new brands as well and, and differentiate themselves from their friends maybe. Um, and just so you to learn a bit more about this customer, um, how did you actually find out more about this customer? Was there a process that you went through? Yeah, so I did a, I did a survey because I, I sort of started with the consumer. I had a basic idea in my head of what I wanted to do, but then I started with, um, I did a survey and I started with the consumer of what what I could create that would best serve them because I thought I'm not the only person who's going to be using this. And so I sort of started there. Um, and that's how I came up with things like the profiles and um, like the brand profiles for sustainability um, and just making it easier to shop consciously. So it's someone that I found that um, like 96% of the consumers claimed to care that they, that what, claimed to care about what they were shopping was sustainable, but only 8% actually looked for it before they bought clothes. Um, and so it's that sort of person who like, who wants to care, but, and who does care, but doesn't necessarily search for information themselves or doesn't necessarily have the time or doesn't necessarily understand it. Cause that's what I was sort of at. I was, I was on brands profile, like websites, thinking I don't actually understand what any of this means I can't actually find what I'm looking for it was all just a lot of words and not much substance um so that's the kind of consumer I was I was looking for and that's I found that through surveys and um and a couple of interviews I did um and that basically was it <laughs> brilliant and were those interviews of of consumers yeah just tease that a bit more information than perhaps you gathered from the survey exactly just a bit more in-depth thoughts and feelings okay brilliant um and in fact you've produced a really beautiful customer mood board which um mm -hmm. I was looking at earlier on when i was going through your your business plan mm -hmm. so uh i suppose with any new brand one of the challenges is actually um you know, marketing the brand. So, so from a marketing perspective, what what is your what is your strategy? Mm, I found this quite difficult actually because marketing is not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but my strategy was mainly based around um, because also, also regarding like financial viability, I was quite, like trying to keep it cheap um, or as cheap as possible. So my main marketing strategy was on social media because, again, with the consumers, that's where they are, and that's that's where I find fashion inspiration. That's where a lot of friends find fashion inspiration and doing the survey, that's, it's where a lot of people are. Um, and so I thought Instagram would be my main and also it's, it's free. Um, and there are lots of algorithms and things you can take advantage of on Instagram, um, get yourself out there. So that was my main. Um, and then I, did, I also did some research into search engine optimization um, and just making sure that when people are searching for a white jumper, for example, like, I come up um, or your edit comes up um, and so that was my main those were my main um, 
avenues of marketing because they're yeah and and how how you know how are you going to gather revenue because um i think i'm right in saying that it's a platform and uh that platform there's many brands that that are available via that platform and obviously as a consumer you just kind of go between one one brand and another you know particularly if you're searching white white jumper um you know there you're probably going to have many brands that are offering a, a white jumper for example but um yeah how how, how is uh, your edit going to generate uh, revenue how, how's your kind of revenue model um so the revenue model is through affiliate marketing so um well that's the main one there's there's three actually so affiliate marketing which will be the main and the biggest um from the beginning um and then i'll have brand partners and then there's a subscription model that you can join so affiliate marketing works by um by when you click on a link or when a consumer clicks on a link and then they purchase that thing through the link then the person who provided the link which would be me or edit um, they would receive a commission of that sale um, and so that was the main because the way it works is that because I want like a really large majority of brands on there it would be time consuming and also there's not much in it for the brand to choose to work with me so through affiliate marketing I don't have to um, I don't have to work with the brand I can just take their stuff and then send the customer their way um, that was the idea so I can get as many on board as possible and then as I started getting bigger and also with the smaller brands who don't do affiliate marketing I thought I could then work with them um, as a partner and then I'd receive a bigger commission on those sales um, so the, the the payments and things would go through me and also that's ideal because I when I receive a bigger commission too it's smoother on the consumer but realistically at the beginning I'm not going to be able to get H&M to sell with me because they don't know who I am. I, there's nothing in it for them. So I thought like affiliate marketing was a way to go. And it's actually, it's, it's really blowing up. Like a lot of people are making a lot of money from it. And so I thought it was a really, it was a really good avenue to explore. Um, and then my final way of getting money was a, subs like a subscription thing. So you it becomes a sort of social media platform as well that you can talk to people and you can share ideas and there's just there's a lot more features available and um, exclusive discounts on small businesses because I also wanted to make sure that especially during the pandemic like we all need to be supporting small businesses and so I thought how do I get them to be supported more and so subscriptions and then you get discounts and just all sorts of extra things and so yeah my incentives to purchase from you perhaps over exactly platforms um and i did actually have a, a quick look at your financials so um yeah i was just uh looking at uh i think the initial investment is 155,000 pounds mm. which we're planning to raise from crown fund crowdfunding but maybe you could perhaps just tell me a little bit about um, you know, how, how quickly do you predict that you are going to be breaking even? Um, oh, I don't actually remember off the top of my head. I think, I think it was in month 18. Oh. Don't worry. That's Sorry. 20, I think, okay, it would be in the third year. So, um, 
yeah so it'll be partly from crowdfunding and partly from private equity like shareholders um that's a lot of money that I need to raise um and so I thought I'd with keeping the marketing cheap like I said and um I've hired my dad as my co-founder so we're sort of working together and so I don't have to pay him as much as I'd have to pay someone else to do the same job um I'd break even at the like the very beginning of year three which is quite late but it is still it's feasible and I mean yeah I don't think I don't think that was a worry of mine yeah and actually I think to break even was actually uh yeah by the beginning of your third year I think that's that's realistic I mean many businesses don't don't break even until a lot further into their uh, journey than than beginning of the third year so um how how therefore does your edit differ from the competition because actually there are competitors out there um or current platforms that um already sort of uh, give you like an edited version of of product selection so how would you say your your brand stands out from the competition uh, well it stands out because one it's the biggest offering of of brands that i could find um and because it's because it, it puts an emphasis on on sustainable brands but not in a completely unbiased way um like a lot of a lot of the other a lot of the competition will sort of they'll have their favorites like they'll have their own edit of it and my idea was like they sort of pick their what they think their consumer will want whereas mine was completely open like it's it's completely your edit of the high street not mine you know um and so it is, it's completely customizable um and it makes sustainability easy like shopping consciously easy so that it's not even a thought it's just sort of it's there like you don't have to go an extra mile to go and find out if what you're buying is good um and that's I know that there are like the competitors, they do label things as like, oh, this is sustainable, this is conscious, but what does that really mean? Yeah. Um, so I thought, I just don't, I don't really know what that means. And so I would have to go and look into what that means. And my idea was just to make it easier, but this is sustainable because it's 90% recycled cotton, which means that kind of thing. Um, so it really is just about the ease. It's just the easiest and the broadest. Um, most consumer centric i think because it starts with the consumer brilliant and uh just looking ahead what's your what's your plan from from here you know you've graduated you you finished your business plan where do we go from from here um personally um well i'm looking for a job in buying well oh merchandising actually sorry can i start that again yes of course you can I'm looking for a job in buying or merchandising. I think that both interest me and I could I could do either just as well. I, I actually can't decide between them. I wish I could do both at the same time. Um, but with regards to the business plan, I'd love to start it up. I just think I need more industry experience because going through this business plan, I've realized that as much Google research and 
like people research and whatever I can do like I need my own experience I think Mm -hmm. in the industry in order to really be successful because I've realized that you need to know a lot and I actually don't know very much yet so that's kind of what I'm hoping to do is to go get my foot in the industry um and just go from there I suppose because I'd I'd love to set up my own business but I just don't think for me that's viable right now well I must admit, having read through your business plan, I think you probably know more than you realise. I mean, there's some really detailed information in there and it was a very robust business plan. So um, I, I recognise that, you know, you, you feel that you would like to get a slightly more experience. And I think, you know, you're just fresh out of university and working in the industry for a few years would definitely give you more practical understanding, which you could pair with your um, academic learning from being at uh, London College of Fashion um, but it would be great if you know one day your edit became a reality so yeah I agree thank you <laughs> so thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk through your business plan and I hope to see your edit one day yeah. uh, featuring thank on you so much. thank you good luck me. thanks thank you